Thank you for joining me in my hen house. Nicole's Hen House is an audio space dedicated to the stories of women in the roles of business, healthcare, entertainment, and politics. I'm a millennial mama on a mission to tell the stories of women's influence in our culture. As always, cheering for you. episode of the first three weeks. I so hope you've enjoyed this mini series within my podcast. Um, Becca and Lauren have been fantastic to collaborate with and I hope as you listen to the rest of our story you are inspired to find women in your circle who can be in your tribe. three weeks and those first three weeks are the gospel truth that's what we should call this episode the first three weeks <laughs> it uh, is yes. it's so true the first three weeks they're beautiful and let me tell you what, mine was a hard downfall but or quick downfall i guess you could say um yeah i don't and then when he came back in february and tried to come back and then i i i contemplated you know i contemplated it yeah we talked about it but no, no, never. And like I said, right now, for you, it's definitely during Lauren, because you are married right now. You're happily married. Very happily married. <laughs> we let that be known. Like, Yeah, and my kids love your husband. and Oh, he's great. Which is funny, because I was actually, Jeremy and I had actually started talking. So Jeremy and I started talking in end of January, February. Mutual ex reached out. In February. So Jeremy and I had actually met. Not face-to-face met. Because fun fact, met my husband on Tinder. Well, whoop, um, he's <laughs> right. Everyone you know, if that. I didn't live where I live, I probably would get on Tinder. But listen, eHarmony is what's up. That's really? what I've heard now. They've gotten like... Or Bumble. Everyone gets on Bumble. Mm-mm. I do have some friends that are on Bumble. I love it. A lot of people do Bumble. But not yeah. the biggest fan of Coffee Meets Bagel. Not the biggest fan of Plenty of Fish. So like... Avoid. Okay, so listen at Natty's. We had so many POF dates. Like it was the what? They were all older, and so it was so charming to like get these people in their early fifties. They're like it's charming on POF. Yes. Why weren't they on eHarmony? Yeah, POF was so dirty in Atlanta. I'll tell you Uh, that. Well, Mm -hmm. it's not in the Lakelands, or it could be, and it's just like Natty's was the first step. It's bad. (laughs) Yeah, but it was, they were always very sweet. Like, we would ask, like, yeah. like pro tip, <laughs> let your waitress know it's your first date, um, and we'll help you out. We will be your wingman. Because, fun fact, after we broke up, he still lived with me for two weeks. He had nowhere to go. I did not know this. At that point, yes. He still lived with me for two weeks. We still slept in the same bed. Um, I basically told him, I said, you can still stay here. I was like, but you have two weeks, and you've got to figure out what you're doing. Um... At that point, he told me he was he still wanted to stay in Atlanta because he really liked Atlanta and that he was looking for jobs in Atlanta. That was a lie because he was not looking for jobs in Atlanta. And that was when I had gotten on Facebook and found the tags of him with some girl in Greenwood at whatever that school is called. Um, and I straight up called him out. I said, you don't have to stay here. I was like, do not stay here for me because we're not in a relationship anymore. I we're not getting back together. Like, if you want to leave, you need to leave. Like, 
don't tell me something and lie to me about it. Just go. Like, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Just go. Um, and so about two weeks later, he left. Um, fun fact, I had to drive with him to where he moved to because all his stuff was at my house. And he tried to leave his dogs with me. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not keeping your dogs. You can have them. We will put them in your car and I will put all your stuff in my car and I will take it to you. Y'all are very nice. <laughs> Y'all are very nice that was, people. That Let's was make my, sure that's clear. That was my easy way Dang. out. That was my way out. But you know, yeah. I will say... The one thing I learned through our relationship is I am way too nice of a person. <laughs> because I will tell you. You put up with a lot of shit. I, not <laughs> not only I that. I podcast, but. went on another work trip in November that he was actually supposed to go on. Because we worked together. I got him a job. And we were supposed to go on a work trip together. And he got fired because of what he did, obviously. He didn't show up to work. And, um, he called me and was freaking out because he didn't get hit. His last paycheck was short. And I was like, that's not my fault. I'm not your boss. Don't be calling me and asking me. I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. But he kept telling me he needed money to move and he needed to get a U-Haul and he needed to do all this stuff. And me being the kind-hearted person I am and still caring because, I mean, we were fresh out of a breakup and I still cared. And I was like, he's sure. telling me I've got to go sell all this stuff. I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Well, and he just crushed your self-esteem. Yeah, well, like- I gave him $600 and I was so, st- y'all, he owes me so much money. It's not even funny that I'm never going to see, which I've come to. We will never see it. I've come, like, it was like, because I also helped him buy his car, that little Fiat. Yeah, that's partially more you have to do that's the kind of person you are yeah you are everyone's cheerleader yeah i think that's why we resonate so much because no. i'm a cheerleader too <laughs> but you are you want well, i like in this you, podcast <laughs> and i really think that you are one of those people that like i don't think you mean to be this way but you're like i'm gonna let you make your own mistakes and you're just gonna learn from them i'm not uh-huh. gonna tell you what to do because i think you just need to fall and get back up um but my other friends um they weren't surprised. I mean, they knew he was skeezy, and a lot of them didn't. Well, he also had a huge falling out with some of my friends because he called them effing whores. Um, the night I found out that he was sleeping with one of my other friends, it was like, yeah, it was. So they didn't really particularly care for him. It was a him. bit of a disaster. It was. I'm pretty sure it was my birthday, too. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was a great time. Um, so they weren't surprised. I mean, one of my other friends had just gone through a really hard breakup, and... So she kind of got it, but there was no surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody was. I think my Alabama friends were surprised because. You have friends all over the South, (laughs) Nicole. (laughs) uh, My Alabama friends, I think, were the most surprised. Um, But the ones close to him, it it wasn't so much shock anywhere it was disappointment yeah i think that's a better way to say it nobody was surprised very disappointed did anyone ever try to talk you out of marrying him my mom moms always know mm-hmm. there's that song that from disney mother's no best oh that was written about my mother <laughs> <laughs> and she knows it like we play it like it, it's it's an homage tangled's like one of my favorite disney movies i'm not even gonna lie Mumsy knows best. Um, the cat's purring. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just trying to make. Fun. Yeah, my mom tried to talk me out of it. Uh, 
And there are a couple of other friends who are like, if anything happens, we've all got your back. Mm -hmm. And that was not why uh, it was comforting when he left to know I had that much support. Um, but still, like you're, you're because of my codependence issues, which I no longer have. Um, whoop whoop! <laughs> this will heal you of it real quick. Um, because you're still fighting for the first three weeks, it's like this is just gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. Nobody is surprised. Mm-hmm. You always hope somebody mans up and like becomes a person of integrity and. Didn't happen. <laughs> Still not happening. Didn't happen. Yeah. Well. So, Becca's out of questions. No, I'm not. I got two more. Oh. <laughs> what up, bitches? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were out of questions. No. No. But yeah, I know. From one of the friends' sides over here, like Lauren said, I was the cheerleader. I was very supportive. But I definitely gave my opinion. But you know, whatever Lauren wanted to do, Lauren wanted to do. And I was gonna hang out no matter what. But I did say the moment it all went down, we definitely printed out a picture of his face, threw darts at it at a bar, and I am not upset with that. That one was the, literally bit. the mo- burning your wedding dress was cathartic. Throwing darts at his face was very hot cathartic. tips <laughs> of his head. Go to some bar that have darts. You know the. They'll be excited about it. Trust me. The bar's going to love it. Pin the best it part was it was a bar that we used to go to all the time. Yep. And I he still go to that And loved that bar. What is the name? Can you share the name of it? It's Mac McGee's in Roswell. It's oh. in Roswell, Georgia. Um, it's he, an Irish pub. He didn't make any references to that, but that does frustrate me because that was our favorite type of date place to go to in Charleston. Well. It was an so Irish he pub. Has a, but it is still my, one of my favorite places to go in Charleston because it's terribly romantic and the food is amazing. <laughs> so not only Because I don't drink beer. Oh. So an Irish pub just got real complicated. Um, I'll take you to Mac McGee sometime. It's a good time. I mean, I could drink. Well, I couldn't drink when I was there because I was pregnant. Well, now you can't. Ta-da! We're making up for lost time. Yep, yep. <sighs> Always. So, and this, Okay. This question is more of information for people who have been cheated on. Okay. And Nicole, I think this is much more geared towards you. Okay. What are your rights? If you've been cheated on, what are your rights? And it can be political. It can be, honestly, you know. Like, what are your legal rights? It can be legal rights. It could be, you know, protection. Like, what would you say? Well, a lot of that has to depend on the status of your relationship. Is it legally binding or not? Yeah. Y'all's was not. No. Um, But in general, in all 50 states, there is a variance of this, and it is anything that you accrued before your marriage is yours alone, Mm -hmm. so you can take that. Um, If it was something that you did, that you purchased or assumed together, you come to an agreement Mm-hmm. with legal counsel and then it becomes part of your divorce order or it is determined for you by a judge. Nice. And I feel like a restraining order would be helpful. <laughs> depending on the depending on the situation. It is very hard to get a restraining order. Is it really? It is very hard. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Do they lose 
do they lose anything? Like, if there is obvious, like, evidence of cheating, do they lose anything? So, in this state, in South Carolina, it's considered a misdemeanor. And uh, you can be fined for it um, or penalized. But, like, there's no... It helps you get divorced faster. So, I guess just make sure you look up your state's laws. laws. Yeah. And see. So, in Alabama, like, there is no wait time. Like, you have to go through certain classes. So, like, if you have kids, you have to go Mm -hmm. through, like, this family counseling to make sure, like, there's no way you're going to work it out. And you have to go through this class. And then after you've gone through that class, then you can get divorced. Um, In South Carolina... Could you imagine having to go through a class like that with him? Well, you don't go through it together. You go through it independently. uh, Or just with anyone that... Like, a relationship where some significant other has cheated on someone. That'd be awkward as hell. In Alabama, I think you only have to do that if you have kids. Okay. Um, In South Carolina, if you... Depending on the grounds for your divorce... If it's not related to infidelity or abuse, then you have to wait. A- but so just overall, know your rights, read your laws, your state laws. Um, I will say something about this. Advice from a friend or somebody who has gone through this six months before you or like whatever somebody thinks about visitation and like what they assume mm-hmm. a kid's rights are. They cannot tell you that. No one but a licensed and someone who has passed the state bar exam can represent you in court. You should not take legal advice from anyone who is not that. Like, That's understandable. Because when you go through this, like, you start getting this onslaught of helpful tips. Well, yeah, those tips are only helpful if they're legally binding. And guess what? Like, what happened to your, like, first cousin's, you know, best friend's hairdresser like that's not legally binding (laughs) so you read it on reddit like (laughs) this is the information you need to know i just need a thread like just give me a thread to read and i'll figure it out be my own legal counsel y'all retain counsel yeah immediately yeah um yeah that's what i would say yeah and i know there's no i would say legal rights for if you're not married but no there still are like as far as like property protections there are oh um, so, like, if you wanted, like, if he was living with you, if you wanted to ask him to leave, well, you could. He didn't own the house. You did. Or your parents did. I'm about to say the house that we lived in, that was my grandmother's house that, um, my grandmother never owned, and, um. Right. So, yeah. that house. Um, <laughs> like. That was gifted to me. Guess your, what? Fun fact, never happened. Your parents could have asked him to leave, and then he would have had to leave. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. See? That's why I had the question. Look at you, the Becca. things to know. Look at you go, Becca. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. Last, you know, last thing. Let's talk about the takeaway. What is, like, one or multiple valuable lessons you guys have learned through this experience? Reach out to the exes after, not before. <laughs> 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 Um, and that's not entirely true. Like, I, I think our, because I had introduced myself to some of the others before you, um, it was just like the timing hadn't worked out yet for Mm -hmm. you and I to introduce each other. But I feel like my life is so much richer because 
there is solidarity and knowing that we aren't the only ones who have been through this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say be open to talking to someone who was in the line before you. Well, how am I supposed to follow up that? <laughs> I'll come first. I literally should have gone first. And two, like... Keep pondering while she keeps talking, Lauren. I have Infidelity thought. just sucks. And however you go through it is however you go through it. But yeah. make damn sure you have somebody in your in your corner, even if it's an ex-girlfriend. Here we are. Or like seven. <laughs> I think something that I would take away from it, and I, I still have a really hard time with this, is don't let one person ruin it for every other person, every other guy that comes along. Because I will say, I and I still have troubles to this day, like my husband, God love him, very affectionate person he ruined it for me like yeah. he ruined affection for me i'm not an affectionate person anymore i have really and my husband hates that <laughs> because i strived for affection i wanted the affection and i did not get it so now that he wants to give it to me all the time i want nothing to do with it well you got it for the three weeks with said cheater but uh i love my husband don't get me wrong yeah. i'm just not an affectionate person anymore yeah I mean, you can't. It only takes one to ruin it. True. Still single, so the verdict's out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and like, I haven't given up on dating and marriage, but my kids are such a fulfilling part of my life. Like, I don't care. Like, I've been healed, so I don't care. Mm-hmm. This is like a crazy question. Do you think, like, let's just say, like, two months after he had left, he said he wanted to come back and work it out. Would you have done it? When did you become the host? No, I want to know. Because <laughs> here's, the, here's the big difference between Nicole and I. Nicole has two little people involved in this whole situation. Yeah. Very cute That she people. shares with said person. That is a very shared. Shared. Past death. tense. Thank you. But that's a very big component. Like, um, I can't even imagine having children with said person and having to be in that kind of situation. Because, like... Even when he talked to me, I was like, do not do to these kids what your parents did to you. No. No? It took five weeks. Uh And then I was like, this is done. Even if he misses you now? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No. Um, Because so much other stuff was revealed. Um... He is not allowed back in my life. Um, Best I, way to say it. Lock the door. I, I love... I am so thankful for that first three weeks. Marked my life forever. Um, there is nothing like getting love bombed in every way you dreamed of. Like, okay, just got divorced, went on this date... Pure ethnic magic. I'm pretty sure my mom was spying on me um, <laughs> when he dropped me off. Because I didn't. And the thing is, is like I didn't want to go on the date. Hmm. I was intentionally late. Look, it wasn't just fashionably. No. Oh dang. Um. It like, like we had a date scheduled for seven, and I was like at four thirty. I was like, "Mommy, need anything from Walmart? Let's go." And my mom said, "Don't you have a date?" I said, "Yeah." Um, <laughs> <laughs> And she said, okay, we're going to go, and then we're going to, like, do this, and then you're going to be nice and, like, do your hair. And, um, like, she said, put on real pants. <laughs> yeah, I, 
Even if they are spitting images, they're so damn cute. So, like, now I know what I want, but, like, I want that with a best friend. Mm-hmm. I don't want that with somebody who is going to use it as a weapon later. So, like, I'm so thankful for that first three weeks, like, because there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you just broke up, we got, you just got divorced. Go on this date. Second date, he just never left. Three weeks later, you're engaged. You're getting married three months later. Third date. We watched your Instagram. <laughs> oh, God. We were so yeah. creepy. We were so, like, say what? Our first date was February 17th. My divorce papers came in March 4th. March 21st, I was engaged. We were married June 4th. So, in less than five months, or in less than six months, we had gone from dating to married. Y'all went zero to hero. Mm-hmm. Dude, and that was like four months. I would do it again. Yeah, because we wouldn't be right here right now. You know what's so funny? You had a whole relationship, got married in the time that I hadn't even met Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, we started talking in like end of January, early February. We didn't meet till May. (laughs) Oh, because y'all were talking on the app. Yeah, we literally did not meet until May. Uh And we will both admit that we were going to be hitting quits, and here we are. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so and the interesting thing is, like, the day we went on this date was the day I decided, the day we went on our first date was the day I decided I was going to stay in South Carolina and not move back to Alabama. Mm-hmm. So we kind of both had, he and I, we, we both had backup plans if this didn't work. There's always a backup plan. Always. But, um, <laughs> like, I decided at 10 o'clock that morning, I wasn't moving back to Alabama. I'd had a job lined up. I'd called my sister. We had started looking for an apartment. Um, like, I was leaving South Carolina to go back to Alabama. I decided to stay. That was at 10. We went on a date at 7. <laughs> If you are new to the show, you might not know that we were on food stamps in 2018. Being on food stamps can be an overwhelming experience. To help listeners who might be starting a journey on food stamps or for listeners who just don't feel like doing their own grocery list, I have released my free food stamp guide. This is a free download available on the site to help women and families who are on food stamps learn the skill of how to make meals last and also for reader listeners who just don't want to do food prep. So go to the site, nicolesenhouse.com and click on the free guide at the top of the page. So I have a question for y'all. Uh-oh. Like, because, and this will be on the episode. Um, this will be on the episode? Mm-hmm. So because I didn't meet the type, when y'all saw our wedding pictures, what was your first response? You don't want to know. Girl, I called you a smurf. I yeah, love you. we thought you were fucking nuts. I yeah. love you. But also, I don't, I didn't know who you <laughs> we were. We totally called you a smurf. <laughs> yeah, because I had blue hair. It, it was very blue hair. Yeah. I was very confused about the flowers in the hair. Oh, flower crowns all day. But see, I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. Now that, it okay. makes sense. You also got to think, we're very basic bitches. Right. You're going to look at a photo on Instagram and you're going to judge. And I hate to say it like that. Girl empowerment all day long. But when you know that this is a girl that 
one of my best friends right is now in a relationship with or date is dating a guy who you know right. Lauren was in a relationship with you get a little bit of negative taste in your mouth right and you're like who's this girl why is she so special I think we were so negative because it was like zero to hero like like you said like it was yeah fast yes and I was like oh my god I was like first of all who the hell does that right well and it wasn't the but you know what those first three weeks that's who does it yeah and it wasn't the girl that we thought it was going to be right so yeah you did not fit the mold when you popped up right we were like and again excuse me i love you and i love you for who you are and when you get blue hair again like i'm ready for it but back then it was who is this murph right and and that's not supposed to sound ugly because and i know it does Oh, we sound awful. We sound like mean girls. But it was mm-hmm. like, I was really upset because it was like, well, he was coming back to me and th- that, that's what he went, that, that. Right. And I'm protecting Lauren. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. I will say now that I know you, so fitting. Agreed. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, it's so fitting. Mm-hmm. I will have blue hair again. I'm so sad. And I'm it. ashamed of my comments. And I will, yeah. I will not call you a Smurf. I will, I so, was so ashamed. You were like Smurfette, really. Like you were really pretty blue. Did that make it? Was like, a, it was. A it was a good color. Blue. Um, for people who have been in situations like y'all's, what would y'all say is the best coping mechanism? I'm writing the workbook for that. Oh, are you? Yeah, having a good group in your corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really the best thing. Because everyone's going to sit there and say, I told you so. And then they're going to say, okay, now you're going to get back up and you're going to just move on. And I didn't know it until I was out of it because of some, because I was codependent. And I wasn't codependent in my first marriage. I was very much independent. But I had idolized marriage so much that I was willing to make whatever work, work. And so then it was over. I determined I will never, ever do this again. And so I went through the process to be healed and figure out why that existed in my heart. And then I just set the damn thing on fire, including the altar. That was a great night. <laughs> so God, that was so much fun. That was so much fun. Pictures, um, you can see pictures at on Instagram at Nicole's Hen's House. Yep. Hen House. There we go. 30th birthday. Yeah. Some good posts, guys. Good posts. Good content. Mm-hmm. That's good content. When is um, your book coming out? Where's the process? Like, so it when will can be they start looking forward to this? It will be a digital download and as well as a printable PDF um, on the website. It's not finished yet. It will probably be there August, September. Okay. It, it, it's not going to be long and wordy. It's like... Quick, the, straight to the point? The objective is to become whole. Not get over your ex. The objective is to become whole. And... The catalyst for that is the person whom you loved just left you. Yeah. And so it's this betrayal and heartache. Um, and though heartaching, this was not the hardest thing I've ever lived through. And it was not the darkest time of my life. It hurt the mer- It hurt the most and it hurt the worst. But it was not the darkest time of my life. I'm excited. 
I'm, so I think I'm gonna print out that down. Is it gonna be free? No. Free digital download. <laughs> no. So the, I, just know, I mean, look, viewers want to know. I I will have another free download. Okay. Um, and that will be my food stamp challenge. Ooh. Um, the cooking skills that I used when we were on food stamps. Yeah. Because spoiler alert, when he left, I went on food stamps. Um, because he was the primary breadwinner, so I went from being like a housewife and stay-at-home mom to mm-hmm. oh he just drained the bank account now i'm on food stamps and medicaid and you have two kids and like i've got one on the inside and on the outside should like um, one and three quarters yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i want to help women who are going through this a find that there is no shame in going on food stamps and b how to make this work because you can honor your body and take care of your family. There's just got to be some intention behind it. And it's not so much what you buy, it's how you cook. Cool. So it, this is going to be like the steps of how to take one meal, one meal and split it into three That's different me- menus. Mm-hmm. So right. that will be free. Uh, the infidelity recovery workbook will be seven ninety nine. Cool. Well, friends, Lauren, Nicole, thanks for joining me on uh, my special segment of Nicole's Hen House. Yeah. Happy to have you both here, Nicole. You're here quite frequently. <laughs> it's I your podcast. You, I think you need to quit teaching and become a, bo- a podcast producer. I agree. You're a fantastic host. You are. Yeah. Well, shoot. If you guys agree too, we'll say it again. Feel free to follow, like, comment, subscribe. Um, you can always find uh, Nicole on Instagram at, on her social medias, like on Instagram at Lauren a dot bent also follow myself your fantastic host which first time doing this maybe it will be my last but who knows maybe i'll pop back on here at kodak k-o-d-a-k 11 on the instas thanks so much catch you sassy cats later thank you guys for listening this is the last episode of the first three weeks I want to give a special special shout out to Becca and Lauren for being my special guests and co-hosts. This was so much fun. Um, At present, the Infidelity Recovery Workbook is not available. Uh, There's been a little delay, but it will be available for listeners and content users soon. Um, If you have been affected by infidelity and this story helps you, please leave a comment or a review on any of the listening platforms and you are welcome to send leave a message on the website or in the dms on instagram you can find me on instagram at nicole's Hen house thank you guys so much for listening cheering for you